like Ray Fine's dancing. Everybody oh, wins, gosh. man. It's great. I love that scene. No so need well. for witchcraft with that. Just a man <laughs> who loves to dance. All right? That's it. Keep it simple. All right. On. Those are really beautiful earrings, by the way. Uh, they do a nice job of complimenting your... I'm going to stop you right there. Because on paper, you've done everything right. You took an interest in my personal history. You complimented my accessories. Blah, blah, blah. If we'd met in college, a relationship probably would have developed between us, which I would have come to regret because I would have found out that you're just as boring and polite in the bedroom as you have been during this god-awful conversation. Okay, to, uh, I mean, if I wanted an asexual pen pal, you'd be at the top of my list. We could just eye chat all night long. LOL, giggles. But unfortunately, that's not what I'm looking for. I want a man whose hand doesn't shake when he puts it up my shirt. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Daphne, Daphne, if I could interject. Save it, Kent. I'm not looking for a BFF. Daphne, please. Bitch, I'm talking to you. What did you call me? I didn't stutter. Oh, you sure can talk the talk, you crazy little slut. But can you deliver the goodies? I don't give a damn about you, Kent. I hate those cheap earrings. I'm from North Dakota, and this is how we handle our business in the Bison State, Mama. Get your hands off me right now, or I will take you to your knees in front of this entire bar. Promise? All right, we're going to keep it simple. Webb's back for Grand Jester Christmas Part 2, I guess, with uh, Four Christmases. A modern holiday classic. Stop it. (laughs) From the guy who brought you the King of Kong. (laughs) Comes this... Uh follow-up <laughs> in Four Christmases. Uh, Piercy was also a producer on Pixels. So. Oh, great. great. Just an all-around winner, this this fucking idiot. Jesus directed, Christ. Uh, Baywatch. <laughs> oh. I hated that. Man. Identity Thief hated that. It's quite a run. <laughs> so, yeah, this was like his I Am Love or Bigger Splash. This guy peaked with Four Christmases. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Basic premise here. Uh, it's a couple that have many obligations where they are the both products of divorce. So they have four families, four Christmases they would have to go to. And what they do every year, their holiday tradition, which Dave uh, has already made clear that he agrees with, is they uh, take a trip. In this case, they're Fiji. Fiji, motherfucker. Let's go. Forget this family stuff. Let's just go to a tropical island and have a good time. Also, like Dave... They lie through their yep. teeth about it, saying they're doing charity work. Yeah, see, that's the part that's not great. You should just be honest. Be like, hey. I just want to go lay on a beach somewhere. Vacation. Yeah. I didn't I actually didn't realize this was a hit. Like, I, I just... Yeah. It's kind of made the uh, regular sort of TV rotation, which I, a lot of Christmas movies, they just need content. Um, but I, did, I, didn't real, I didn't realize that I had so many people that agree with me. So that's always nice. Thank you, Dave. Merry Christmas to you, That's how you too. know you've gone down the wrong path. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now you're trying to just get me to be contrarian and be like, all right, yeah, it kind that's of right. I'm no longer defensive. This was a hit. They made money. <laughs> Fine. It's terrible. <laughs> all right, so I wanted to start the show in reverse a little bit and say uh, for the, the premise of this, uh, in either one of your lives, anyone, any friend or you know, family that says, hey, we go on holiday, we go on vacation, we don't do the the usual stuff around the Christmas tree? No? I'm getting getting big no's now, here. Well, we're we're not like christian and so we celebrate kind of the uh the commercial aspects of, of the holiday and of course i'm always I down mean, to be so fair. do the christians yeah yeah <laughs> the big secret <laughs> but uh the benefit of the doubt yeah we're not going to mass or anything i know that's different but uh we yes. you know I, i'm down with the the goodwill to all men and and, and you know it gives it us is, a great time to yes. reflect about ourselves and our family. So I do like that. And so I, we celebrate that aspect of it. I always um, thought just based on uh, movies that I've seen that you go to mass to uh, have a conversation with a previously scary neighbor who actually is pretty kindly. And he gives you advice on how to deal with this home invasion that's been going on for weeks. <laughs> at your home. I thought that was the only reason to church. Yes. <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Uh, we probably should have done that movie. If we could figure out a romantic element, uh, we do Home Alone. That would be a stretch. 
The old guy and the kid. Yeah, not, not <laughs> Web's back, folks. <laughs> really is at Web is trying. And, uh... take, a listen, take a listen to our last Christmas episode to find more of that kind of disturbing content. I, I feel like I feel like Will being cornered in that restaurant, being accused of things that aren't true. I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to give Dave a Christmas present. In this instance, I'm Tony Collette. You can be Rachel Weiss. I'll be Tony Collette with my little nappy toboggan on, and I'll be lecturing <laughs> Webb the entire time. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Uh, not so much here. A little sexier for Christmas. I guess it starts attempting to be sexier as our yeah. meet cute. Uh, we're introduced to... Uh, I don't know how this works for people who are going to see us in the theater, because clearly you know that there are a couple going to four different Christmases. But if you stumble across it, Mike's good old TNT test, you may think, hey, this is going to be a really hot rom-com between two strangers who meet at a bar, antagonize one another. Uh, they do the, the Mike Denison thing. Thankfully, they just have sex. Like, uh, yeah, just get it over right, with. I, know, know, flashback. I got five minutes into this movie and I was like, oh, now I know why Mike likes this. Someone's finally fucking. <laughs> and, and four Christmases, of all things. Uh, PG-13 comedy from the director of the king of kong um but of course that's revealed to be it's just role play and it's a couple who's very comfortable uh with each other have been together for a long time they are not married uh they're very anti-marriage anti-family thus they don't really get into going to see their respective families on christmas Mm -hmm. that's our meet cute um i'm gonna i think i will put this on the grand gesture Instagram account. Webb, you have some notes. <laughs> you were bringing out your, your expensive iPad, yeah. your Apple Pencil, and you were taking notes, and you were adamantly opposed to the meet cute with the sexy time. Because I, I believe. I... Go ahead. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Webb hates sex. That's that's what I'm getting from this. <laughs> He's anti-sex. Mike is pro-sex. <laughs> Accurate. Okay. I, I, I wrote meet cute, not seen, fake out role play is what I have on my notes. Where, and I guess you could argue that they're meet cute. I mean, like they don't really see who they really are until they go on these four Christmases. So each of those, well, I guess the first two really is when they really see each other. You can argue that those are there. But man, um, yeah, like I, I started off this journey of like, oh, I'm going to watch all these movies for these podcasts and I'm going to be good and take notes. And yeah, like my <laughs> learn four yeah. Christmases. Let me reiterate. It's for four Christmases. <laughs> He's taking notes. Yeah. My, my last note here is this movie is annoying. So that's when I stopped. That's when I stopped. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be attacked uh, on this. That That's fine. Um, We'll just go through it, go through the process. So we have Kate and Brad, played by Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. You have the setup. I feel like, Dave, that this is something a lot of people could relate to. Maybe not the role-play oh, yeah. sex thing, although I'm sure there are yeah. people like that. Let's not uh, limit ourselves here. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I did have, and this is probably embarrassing, like, my wife's like, how come we don't ever do that? And I'm like, because you already got the best. How can a role-play better <laughs> Than me, you'll just be disappointed. It's just a step down, obviously. You just Who doesn't weird. want to get into a confrontation in a bar with their significant other? Right. Um, I did kind of wonder about the physical aspects of it because Vince Vaughn is a huge man, and Reese Witherspoon is tiny, slight. Yeah. Uh, I think I wanted the, I wanted that more in the bathroom. I, I wanted to get into the nitty gritty details of like, yeah. is this, how's this what working? Angle does this even work? At? How <laughs> the geometry of it all and the spatial relationship they have between the tiny stall. Yeah. So yeah. taking taking that aside, I feel like this is a pretty well positioned, and I guess could have been for decades at this point, Christmas situation, holiday situation. Where people are, in some ways, you know, you're forced to interact with people who, they're your family, they're your coworkers, whatever. Whatever situation it is, where people feel like, okay, this is the time we reconnect. Whether or not you actually genuinely yeah. feel, when it rolls around to December 24th, 25th, that you're in the mood for that again. And so these characters have, maybe not in the nicest way, <laughs> decide to lie and just avoid that. So it's it actually, I think it's a pretty good part, too, to about a boy because they are attempting for their relationship to be an island just with each other to themselves yeah, yeah. 
But Dave is having none of it. I thought that I thought at least See, with the I premise. See, I did the opposite as I did from our last our last yeah. episode, where I was like, "Tell the truth, be yourself," and I'm like, "Lie, lie, <laughs> just okay. die, just get away from these horrible, horrible people." And that might have to do uh, with the fact that I am exhausted by the holidays, and I'm also a child of divorce, so I've done the like different houses thing and have had legitimately relationships end because of disagreements with my family and my partner about where to spend the holidays. So this very this is like hits very close to home and I'm just like just just go to Fiji, man. Just just let it go. No one expects you to be there anyway. You're never there. Just live down to their expectations and go to Fiji. See, the trouble is that you go through the journey of the film and and with about a boy, he starts off uh, uh, on that island and and ends up on a very different location by the end of the film and and you you're won over assuming you like the film i i feel like most people would like i'm begrudgingly was very charmed by everything because i was absolutely you know uh, hating the character <laughs> at the beginning with four christmases even though they give you the uh, again not a bad setup at all i agree with you mike but I'm not charmed by anything that happens and any of the characters involved. I liked by them the in the beginning. The they were great. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a good time. They're fucking in a bar. <laughs> They're going to, going to islands for the Christmas. I mean, I would, I would just watch them do their thing. It's great. So Dave is saying the characters themselves are fine. Webb, are you, are you saying, is it the actors? Is it the lack of chemistry? Because I did read apparently that Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon like, despised each other. Well, I despise Vince Vaughn, so it really, I mean, I know where she's coming from. That's fine. That's great. (laughs) Dave, this is a strange, strange Christmas episode we've got here. (laughs) And usually it's you hammering on this point, but, you know, we're switching it up for the holidays. No, yeah, I I definitely didn't see any chemistry or felt any chemistry between the two leads. Even, uh, like, the role-playing actually is a really good example of this. Uh, the way that they start off the relationship, the role play relationship where he's a nervous and a wreck and then he goes into the confident, you know, uh, um, cursing like neither of those situations. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, All right. I see what they're going with. And even at the end where they're like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. I like what you did there um, with and they're, they're evaluating their role play. Like, even at that point, at no point in the film, I was like, why are these two together outside of the convenience of this plot? And I know maybe I'm digging too, like, like writing notes for this yes, film, maybe I'm digging too are. much into this. <laughs> you are. It's a goddamn romantic comedy. They're in. The, they're together at the beginning. I don't know. For me, I just kind of accepted it, because that's, mm. that's what the movie set up at yeah. the very beginning, that they are together, and they're exploring, and they're having a good time. So, okay, I'll go along with this until you get to their horrible, horrible families, which yeah. just proves... They should stay away. I'm going to go along with Webb here as someone that has enjoyed this movie. Like this actually has been in our Christmas rotation for a few years because for me and my wife, the premise of it, like Christmas is exhausting. Like, and I'll I'll echo Dave, like as, as a a child of divorce, since I was like, you know, two, I've, I have no memory of a Christmas other than multiple Christmases, even as a child. And then when you get Mm. married, you add on to that. So, oh, God. so our Christmas, it's like, we're sort of all over the state of Kentucky and it's like, mm-hmm. so like Thanksgiving, which takes you a good two hours to, to get across well, it's two hours, one way, two hours, the other day, you know, our, our families, See, I live like, in a real state with some distance to it. So, you know, it's not as, as you're not really selling me on this. Like, I don't, I don't really want that added time. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to have the you know the Zodiac Killer map of Christmas dinners, Dave. Oh, that sounds like kind of awesome, actually. Let's do that. All right, so muting <laughs> Dave from this conversation. It, but like, I, I'm coming at it with a completely different like because I don't get tired of the holiday. Because, uh, well, first of all, my wife's family is all in India, so I don't have to you know really. No, you don't get um, tired because have... you don't have to deal with it. <laughs> <She's> pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. Truth goes and... out. <laughs> and so like on i'm almost i'd say 90 percent of my family is within like i'm I'm in the dc area so we're all in like northern virginia uh so my my there's no real driving distance it's all just like i can enjoy the the christmas music and and the early decorations and all that like so because i don't get bummed out it only lasts for as long as it lasts i guess 
I'm okay with it. And I don't have multiple ones to go to. I feel like I'm running for office. Mm-hmm. It is, I uh, shake so many hands. It's an endurance trial. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm telling kind of the same little anecdotes, like, and, you know, some of them are like Letterman, where they just scout me. Some of them are like Jimmy Fallon, where they're laughing a little too hard at it. And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm getting genuine reactions to any of these. Like, here's what I've done for the last year. And not a one of these fuckers subscribes to any of my podcasts. So <laughs> I have no well, at least need. At least you're not repeating the same story to them. That's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder. I'd say it's probably like the third or fourth person that gets like my prepared like bit. Get the they get the best version and then I'm just like oh, yeah. tired. You're workshopping it the rest of the oh, time. Oh look, <laughs> it's my eighth uncle. Well, you're gonna get the worst version of this. Here's the punchline. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You're gonna get the matinee show. Please <laughs> yeah. clap. That's <laughs> or I just tag my wife in, do my lines, understudy, tell you my story this about goddamn me. Goddamn story. Go ahead. <laughs> so I I love the premise. Um, execution. It's funny. <laughs> so we'll go through like these. an execution. <laughs> Like I, I need, I'll find a bunch of booing clips somewhere. Like I, <laughs> I just don't have the energy to reprimand you right now. Boo. <laughs> editing, editing, Mike in the future though will. I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna be all over web for that mm-hmm. joke. Um, going through the families here, I think you, you know those movies you have on the background. I think especially for holiday movies that applies. Yeah. Um, I actually like. I think I only really remembered like the first two families they go to. I remember Robert Duvall. So the yeah. The paternal influence on Vince Vaughn's life as he was originally named Orlando, which I actually disagree with the Brad character. I think having the name Orlando and you look like Vince Vaughn is a conversation starter. (laughs) You can go to any bar and you see my name's Orlando. You don't have to be. You don't have to role play anybody else. We have to talk. And you can shorten it to Lando as well. Like There's there's movement. (laughs) Nerd ass shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that we'll is the Amer- just jumping straight to Star Wars. Okay. American mythos. That's what we uh, have. We, our, yeah. American culture is that, that. That's what it is. But we need to do better. <laughs> I mean, I guess Christmas is as good time as any to appropriate anyone else's culture <laughs> for yourself. So, sure, Vince yes. Vaughn will now be Lando. Uh, I remember this because he is he's playing. I guess. Uh, I guess there are rednecks, and they, this is set in California, right? Where's the set? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even remember. It's all it's all a blur. That sounds about right. Actually. But I, I'm trying to put together because I know Dave. But there are rednecks in California. Yeah, you you sort of amazed me with this. And of course, on the last episode, we talked about going to gun ranges. So I'm just like, what is this? There's a whole spot near the Bay Area, about 90 minutes away, called the Central Valley, and that's where all the farms are, and that's where rednecks live is on farms. So. That's where we get all of our fruit and vegetables in California is from the rednecks in the Central Valley. So, well, you know, whenever they get their way and they divide it into like, was it four or five Californias? Then I'll come back to you and be like, how long does it take you to drive across your state now, motherfucker? Like two hours? (laughs) (laughs) What are you, the third California? (laughs) We're basically like Kentucky. (laughs) Oh, you live in Appleville now. That's right. That's Um, right. So this one. I can't remember at which point in the conversation. I know you both are haters, but one of you said uh, when we're talking about the introduction of these characters, I think it was Webb saying that they maybe don't really know each other. That's kind of what they they reveal by like I guess being yeah. forced to interact with their families, like like all of their families on this like one day <laughs> reveals. I would say that Robert Duvall in this this cast of rednecks, these like UFC loving <laughs> rednecks. Favreau's great here. Yeah, I love he Favreau. Is. I love anytime he's staring at anyone is, here. Is Tim McGraw the the other the other brother? Is that what I saw in the in the cast list? Yeah, he, he's like all... the sort of unnecessary one who wasn't as committed right. as Favreau to playing oh, like Favreau, a psychopath. I mean, say what you will, yeah. but Favreau was truly committed, and I think he just likes kicking the shit out of Vince Vaughn. I think this is like their friendship. He's like, I finally get my shot. Like to attack this monster of a man. So Favreau worked out like crazy and said, I'm going to play this for a while. It is no coincidence. That's how I promoted this very episode with a shot (laughs) of the two of them wrestling. (laughs) I would say that this is really all you need. Maybe that's a detriment to the movie. That as soon as you interact with this family, you're like, I totally get it. I get it. I'm not (laughs) accusing you of lying to me if I'm Reese Witherspoon. I get it, Vince. I get it. I'm thanking you for lying to me. That's (laughs) absolutely agree. Understandable, and and that's what's funny about uh, the film—not in like a haha way, because there's nothing of that sort. But it's like because it gives you the reasons. It get, it's like a well-constructed essay. You know, you got your introduction, <laughs> and you got the supporting <laughs> arguments. 
I wonder if there's been essays written about Four Christmases. <laughs> That's your review. It's a well-constructed essay of a film. All right, I like it. And you've got your supporting documents, you know, your paragraphs. And you're like, oh, it makes sense why they do. They are the way they are. But ultimately, it doesn't result in, in, um, in my, and again, going back to my notes here, John fucking Favreau, yes, more of him, less of everything else. Uh, I did appreciate like the work that he brought to uh, to this role. How did they get this cast? By the way, like everybody, <laughs> it's in this movie. Maybe that's why it has such a big budget. Because I, yeah. I was shocked by this. I thought like, oh, it's a Christmas movie with these two people. They're trying to make stars at this point in their career, and but like everyone who shows up is a known commodity as far as Hollywood goes. I think. Uh, well, I'd say at this point, Vince Vaughn. I think he was still cashing those uh the goodwill he had with wedding crashers i think he produced oh yeah so i think he i think he was calling in favors and of course you even got uh the other guy from swingers who i didn't even know i don't know if he's in anything anymore you you have obviously livingston successfully at favreau uh but the 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 gun-toting california swingers is in this and i I was i'll tell you what it was a a christmas miracle for me because i had forgotten that i'm like it's swingers why am i not watching swingers one of my favorite movies like that's what i should be watching i felt the same way actually just seeing favreau and vaughn together like i should be watching swingers why am i on this stupid podcast why am i watching four christmases instead Merry Christmas. I mean, Reese Witherspoon was kind of a um pretty much looks like legally blonde a bunch of other things oh she had already won an oscar at this point she didn't need to be yeah. Paycheck. Yeah, Walk the Line was... She basically doesn't need to hear it from you, Dave, trying to make me a star. We're already stars, and we made this a huge hit, apparently. Star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for them, I guess. Like, you made this a hit somehow. But I just feel like, you know, we've talked about this, Mike, and it's it's hard for me to watch Reese Witherspoon in a movie like this because I just, I don't think she is a romantic comedy lead. Like, I think she's very good at certain things, but being the kind of, like, she, it, she's great and legally blonde, yeah. but that's a very different, like, very, very kind of over-the-top kind of comedic role. And this is, like, she's, in a lot of ways, asked to play, you know, the straight woman here to all this craziness, especially when they go to the parents' house. And it just, I don't know, it just, it, it reads very strange. And maybe maybe this says a lot about me, but the biggest laugh of that sequence is when she's holding the baby and gets uh, gets startled and almost cracks the baby's skull against the wall. That's that's the big laugh in that scene. That, it's like the almost murder of an infant. That's, that scene that's actually, where we're at. the editing, I did appreciate it because I really felt like I was right there. The, the the jump cut editing from each of the like multiple points of view of what's happening like I did appreciate that so I'll give I could, uh, I could really Gordon. edit this as a rave review <laughs> you know, you're talking about it if you are walking into this this is <laughs> I'm trying to find it I'm trying to find the silver lining we get to our second family which is uh, Kate's mother who mm. is I guess a playing a version of like a born again Christian or maybe like someone who's like using it for dating purposes has like made that like I this is no to fuck the priest that's <laughs> played by the great Dwight Yoakam like another uh, Christmas great. miracle that I get to see Dwight <laughs> Yoakam on screen and Mary Steenburgen she's great they're oh, very gosh. good here I actually had a bigger problem with this this particular family um because I actually don't even know if you need the other two like, cause it feels like the other yeah. two, they're just replaying the first two. You even had some of the same Absolutely. family members. So yeah. they're not totally honest that's, with the four Christmases thing. aspect of it. Uh, the, the geography of this film, I was very confused by because all of a sudden when you it's recycle five Californias, the that's what it is. Or four, uh, whatever the fuck they're doing over there. <laughs> the geography of poor Christmases. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, my biggest issue, and maybe this is jumping the gun a little bit, but like, you're right. They, they have these first two, which is the majority of the movie. And then those last two do feel kind of shoehorned in at the end, but they shoehorn it in with, you know, the important lesson of the film, which we'll probably get to near the end. Uh, but nobody really learned their lesson. They still are doing the wow. same shit by the end of the movie. Because the big so lesson is, go ahead. The breakup. Let's get to the breakup for you. Okay. Like, and it's, it feels like something, I guess, for whatever reason, has been building throughout this one day. And I actually had to ask my wife. I'm like, this does take place on one day, right? It's like they yeah. don't fade out and like go to sleep and go somewhere. Like, so we did start this day with, can't wait to get to fucking Fiji. Gonna be awesome. Oh, wait, we can't go. And so now I guess like through <laughs> local news, we've been outed 
four by three. Which is maybe the thing that like dates the movie the most, as if like anyone watches the local news. Like that was going to be a like all of their respective families (laughs) were watching at that. Are you on TV? (laughs) (laughs) So in the span of this one day, they go from you know role playing sexy times to can't wait to hit the beach. Like, you know, we, we're just like in our own little bubble and it's like, we have our own, like we have our own little Christmas celebration. This is our tradition of, we get to go and explore the world. And I think there's a little bit, there's a little hint of like, you know, maybe we could go somewhere else. It seems like Vince Vaughn's pretty stuck on <laughs> beach. So they're not it's really, a different beach. Yeah. It's they're, fine. <laughs> they're not really experiencing the world. They're just <laughs> finding the same thing in different points yes. on the globe. <laughs> So there's that little hint, but you get the baby thing that Dave mentioned, where Reese Witherspoon, it's like the first time she holds a baby, that yeah. starts in her mind, maybe I want a baby. <laughs> the baby she almost murdered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it happened so suddenly, and, and that revelation happened so fast. Like, it, it, they spent three years in, like, a assuming blissful relationship where they didn't have to deal with any of uh, the dysfunctioning family members, and all of a sudden you introduce Don't it. Don't have to and... talk about them. Don't have to say your real name. Just... Living happy and free. Perfect. Lando. Lando Vaughn. <laughs> Lando Vaughn. <laughs> okay. The character's name is McVee. So Lando McVee. Jesus. I like Lando Vaughn better. Irish Lando. <laughs> but I like yeah, that Webb had those notes. I've got I'm to be open. It just says Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thing. Like, he has a last name. Jesus. So they set this up and I think so that she almost murders a baby. Yeah. Uh, when she's visiting her boyfriend's family, the father, they go visit her mom and she's attacked by these like village of the damned children in like a bouncy house, bouncy castle. Oh, that scene. What in the hell? And uh, maybe some of the more, I think pretty lame humor where we reveal that like, Oh, Reese Witherspoon didn't always look like this. Oh. She was a fat baby. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And she had like a lesbian, maybe girlfriend or platonic relationship with visual gags that just are, I'm watching this. I'm like, well, Dave's really going to take me a task for this. Like, (laughs) I hope they hit a baby on the head again. How not woke, woke of you, Mike. Like you're, you're giving a lot of credit for calling it a visual gag. Also, it's really more just like they, they told you what it is and they showed you a photo of it. It's like the least That's literally what a visual gag is. They show you a picture of a joke. First off, (laughs) they've saying I'm not, I'm woke to the fact that you're trying to mansplain this to me. Like here, like, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I got it. Um, where the film was, I don't know. I can't keep straight. Someone explained it to me, and I didn't think it was funny. Does that make you happy, Webb? We're all in agreement. <laughs> a little bit. So she's attacked by children. This causes her to want to take a pregnancy test, where she's hoping that she is pregnant. And as I said, I've seen this a few times. It's on in the background. And even me and my wife, who'd seen it multiple times, I'm like, wait. Is it, did I miss that she said she wanted to be pregnant? And my wife's like, no, I don't I don't think so. I don't. I think this is just a... Nope. She just saw the pregnancy test and was like, huh, why not? Oh, I a guess I'll of, pee on this A thing. bunch of horrible <laughs> kids, like, you know, or, you know, getting on my nerves. But man, I, and I think I And making me relive one. my trauma as a child. Yeah. I think I'd like yeah. one. Okay. So I can't remember, like, at some point in this, they uh, they go they go to one more Christmas, at least, where you get, you get the return of Favreau, which is great. And I guess the breakup is... Favreau's the car the, ride, right? Well, no. So, the, what what causes it is that Favreau is the better swinger. He's the, he's the true <laughs> swinger, and that he actually knows his loved one as oh, trashy as they oh, are. Yeah, they're playing yeah, this yeah. stupid game as couples where they're supposed to remember all these small details about each other. And of course, I find myself agreeing with Lando Vaughn that Reese Witherspoon doesn't know how to play this fucking game. I'm like, you're wasting too much time. Like, <laughs> can we have sure. some keywords? You actually eat while that? you play that. Just flip the tube. Excuse me? Flip the tube. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. Capital of China. Hong Kong. Yes. Thing next to your bed on the nightstand. A sock? Yes. I helped you come up with this when you were drunk and you came home from the bar last Thursday. Alibi. Yes. All right. The thing I'm not allowed to wear to Supercross. Miniskirt? Yes. Me and you dry humping on the beach. A screensaver. Yes, baby. This game is so easy. The only man that I'm allowed to cheat on you with. John Grisham. Yes. Mexican dude. Ricardo Montalban. Yes. Hi. 
Right here. Right here! Oh, God. <laughs> okay. This is like an animal's attack video. Uh, guys, there's other people at the table's uncomfortable. Stop. Oh, God. You guys got a lot. How many was that? Uh, I don't think that's the point. I think what you're supposed to read into that is like, oh, they don't actually know each other that yeah. well because you know what? They've been happy up to this point. And I don't know if the film sells me on like, wait, but they were happy. Well, who cares if they truly just know each other? Less than 24 <laughs> yeah. hours ago, they were happy. This is telling you you only really get to know someone through pain. That's what, if you're happy, you don't mm. know them at all. But if you struggle think, and have that, difficulties. Yeah. It does explain our friendship through hours and hours of recorded pain. material. <laughs> <laughs> this very episode right now, Christmas special it. part two. Where we just like actively pick movies to anger the other person. That's just mm. like, I want to see you in pain because that's the only way I really get to know you meanwhile i'm caught in the crossfire <laughs> hey you're the idiot who said yes <laughs> i'm locked in so <laughs> See, I, I, and i i'm fully aware i'm just the fun uncle that kind of shows in and the sitcom audience collapse when i walk you know wait whose uncle are you in this <laughs> i'm confused our, the simile isn't that well thought out our, Mike and mine's not talked about child. Is that like what, what's happening? He's an uncle to one of us. I don't know. It seems He's creepy. Uncle to the and podcast. I don't, I don't know. Seems kind of predatory. The geography too. of this episode <laughs> is really, really disturbing to me. <laughs> You know what? I've decided four Christmases is high art that we can't even begin to understand <laughs> or relay our feelings about. It's too confusing. <laughs> Suffice to say, I really hate that the breakup is caused by this game yeah when i agree with vince vaughn that hey i'm in my view i'm just playing this game and you're not very good at it but then she she turns the conversation basically to hey i want a baby and i actually think he has a pretty valid thing like like Webb saying like whoa we haven't talked about this we were good 24 hours ago and you're basically asking me to completely flip if there were several events where th- uh, that were key to um Vince Vaughn knowing Reese Witherspoon like like she got you know an, an allergy or something she, that they they cooked uh his family cooked up something and she needed to get like a shot and it all end like kind of um built up to that moment instead of in a board game I think it would have given him more credence to the breakup. <laughs> Webb wants it to be life or death. Like, <laughs> it's an allergic reaction. Where's my shot? This <laughs> is very dramatic. I mean, I can see Witherspoon, her head hanging out the window, and Vince Vaughn cruising down, and there's just a lovely telephone pole with a satanic emblem on it. <laughs> I didn't know that you <laughs> disliked decapitation, babe. <laughs> And that's <laughs> and that's the breakup. <laughs> I felt like before this <laughs> that Dave was was with me on it being totally unfair to just suddenly. I think the thing is, if Reese Witherspoon's like, you know, it's crazy all this all this Christmas shenanigans with our various family members. We should look at that and say we don't want that. It's not like these people are proving to us that having our own children, having family, that this is better than Fiji. Mm-hmm. But if there's a way for her to express that, that's like, you know, I am I am kind of thinking like, at least for like about a boy, for our, for our own little unit, I could see us like expanding and having something that yeah. fits our lifestyle. We don't have to include the freak show. We don't need these people. And at the end of the film, they don't. I mean, it sets up a weird... I don't know, a last little visual gag for you, Webb, that I'm sure you hated, <laughs> where the local news comes back and they have the New Year's baby. But what's unfair about it is I feel like even though she's not verbalized this thought, that she expects him to, for his immediate reaction, be, sounds good. Totally agree. Like, I, I think he's totally in the right to say, well, we've not, we've never talked about this. And you're asking me to totally do a 180 on Absolutely. what's made us happy in this moment. And it's it's such a quick breakup where she's like... You know, I don't think you. I don't think you deserve <laughs> the you know the fourth nope. and final Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He does. And he should be out grateful. Of Great. <laughs> yeah, and I you know, go home now. <laughs> the the thing is, the the grand gesture comes out of nowhere, just like the breakup, and it happens in pretty mm. rapid succession. I would well, I'd only disagree with you in that I think if you're named Orlando, and your dad. Like you relate to him, hey, this you know, I guess we're broken up, or 
I don't know. She wanted more from me. And he decides like, good, you're finally going to be like your old man. I knew you were just like me. And, and mm. you know, this man, <laughs> maybe, maybe your grand gesture would come really quick. We're like, Oh shit. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not going to be this guy. I, I think I, I buy that. Okay. That part works for me. Honestly, the breakup's way too quick, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the grand gesture is by any means entertaining. Like in the movie sense, but I, I no. get him coming to I, Reese Witherspoon saying, Hey, screw Fiji. Let's start having kids. I don't, I understand him wanting to talk that out. Robert Duvall saying, you're just like me. I understand him getting in his car and immediately driving away. Okay. That's Agreed. fair. Oh uh, uh, yeah. I, I did not take into consideration that. All right. All right. It is a knee jerk reaction. I just feel like, I mean, again, this is an 88 minute film. <laughs> Shit's got to get done. Um, and, and so Webb's just trying to stretch this out even further. This <laughs> horrible experience. He's had. Like, why is it three hours long? <laughs> Both of us are really hung up on the geography of Four Christmases. We want to know where, where's my Indiana Jones like red line, like from spot yes. to spot. There you go, Dave. Any thoughts on the grand gesture? And by that, I mean this this thing that we do like weekly together. Do you have thoughts? Uh, ooh, I have thoughts, but we'll save that for after after the recording. Um, no, I think I think the grand gesture is is one of the things that really works in this movie. It makes a lot of sense because he are both of our main characters in one way or another have been avoiding their families for some good reasons. I think Vince Vaughn's character for much better reasons maybe than uh, than Reese Witherspoon's. Reese Witherspoon's like there is there is some love there. Like you can you can you can feel that there's something there. Like yeah, there's there's jokes that are inappropriate. There's like bringing up, you know, who she was as a kid. That's like a little heartless, but there's still some connection there. Whereas, you know, Vince Vaughn shows up and gets, gets put in a, in a chokehold and attacked uh, for just like trying to, trying to show up and trying to like set up this, you know, this TV for his dad and getting attacked. Like, Oh, I'm not paying for that. And like, just, you know, gets treated really poorly. And we also see that this man, his father treated his wife really poorly. And, mm-hmm. you know, you hear her, you hear him still, you know, talk bad about her, call her a whore, all these terrible, terrible things. So for him to be compared to him is like, oh my God, I've truly gone down the wrong path. And this is the person, you know, this Reese Witherspoon character, this is the person I need to be with. And I need to fix this by whatever means I have to. So that, I mean, that grand gesture absolutely worked. And it's it's honestly the only the only good thing about the relationship between the father and son is that this forced him to make his move and to like actually just go to her and make things right. So that, that part really worked for me. But then, you know, we flash forward a year. So in the next two months, I'm assuming- You can't let me be positive for five <laughs> seconds. Like- I'm trying here, Mike. I'm trying. And Webb's just dragging me back down in the dirt. Webb's getting out his notes. What is the timeline of the events <laughs> that they procreated here? I don't I don't buy it. Look, they probably just went to a bar. Found it in yeah. a bathroom stall. Are they are they are they married? Is that ever brought up at the end? Or because they have a kid. I'm just wondering. Oh, if, you have to be married to have no, a kid now. That is, what are you, that the is, morality no. police? I know, I know what I'm getting Webb for Christmas. A fainting <laughs> couch. Far right on I'm gonna get you here. some some pearls to clutch and a fainting couch. <laughs> Maybe a nice little fan. What are those called, Dave? You're, I'm sure you're you're out in California. Is there something Something that he can just fan himself with. It's just not like a piece of paper that's crumpled up yeah, notes. Just like little about personal this. battery powered fans. It'll be perfect for him. He can. <laughs> well, I was, I was thinking something a little more Vic- to the side of his fainting couch. <laughs> I was thinking a little more Victorian than <laughs> what. what? <laughs> I think they just call that a fan. My name. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's not. Maybe our listeners will know if there's a Victorian fan that has a fancy name and they can educate us. Web, go go nuts here. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> so you were gonna tell us, Web, about why I shouldn't be happy about this because, but no. then, <laughs> no, 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 but I, I'm just saying it. It all happens very fast, and, and it felt like much of the film unnatural. <laughs> like just, it's it like, all right, we gotta wrap this up. That's all. I don't know. I, I mean, it's just. It was just a flash forward. It's like okay, they. It's one year later, so sometime within like the next three months, they. I, I, do I have to explain this to you, Web? Like they had sex and she got pregnant, Thank you. and then went through labor, <laughs> and then the baby crowned, and they had a child. Like that's that's how this that's how this works. Um, Keep so, a checklist out for the next month. 
Like, yeah, oh, I mean, okay. you should know this. You have a pregnant <laughs> wife. How is this confusing to you, Webb? You, of, of the three of us, should really be accepting of this. As somebody who has a biology degree, I'd like to, for the record, state that I'm not confused about the biology. <laughs> Cut that out. Oh. We're going to edit that out. You will not defend yourself on this episode. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I guess I find myself wondering, like, what did you want from in between... That, what did you want from that year? Did you want to see them connect with their family more, grow together as a couple, figure things out? What, see, what bothered I, you about that? Everything in this film is so uh, um, fast-tracked. It's so – everything is because it happens all in the course of a day. It's just too much to unpack. I, I, I know, can't. Part of it, I think it's just – it's a Christmas movie. It's a romantic comedy. It's supposed to be light. You don't have to have, you know – nine years of the life of this couple it's just like they they start off in one That's place true. and they go through a change and they decide to start a family because of their family somehow i think mainly because of because of especially the moment at that last christmas between yeah. her and her sister and then her and her dad and seeing that even though they're split up like they could still come together as a family and have have a nice christmas and i think that that kind of spurs this couple forward to start their own family that is one thing that I am working on is that enjoying a film on its terms rather than my own and occasionally I will find you know stuff like it's not Throne of Blood or Zatoichi or whatever the fuck you're watching now (laughs) (laughs) just let it happen absolutely (laughs) I got into a big argument with my brother about Crazy Rich Asians as well where he's like he didn't really believe that they were a couple I was like that's not what the movie's about it's about uh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! You started this episode about this flooded research world. I don't, I don't really buy it. I don't buy their chemistry. <laughs> I know. You're yelling at your brother about the chemistry in, a, in another romantic comedy. I know. Jeez, and I'm, you hypocrite! Just I was. You know what? I was afraid to bring that up because I knew you that be. you were going to catch on to that. And yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm very much aware. Great, but it's only been like 30 minutes since you made that point, so... <laughs> you never seen a hypocrite before? Like I'm very aware that, that I'm, I'm, I'm constantly working to... And that is why my Twitter handle is Web is Trying, because it's all I can do around here, man. That could have been a really great addition to the dialogue in the grand gesture for four Christmases where Reese Witherspoon's like, where's this coming from? And Vince Vaughn, have you never seen a hypocrite before? I can change. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been 30 minutes, but I can change. Give me a minute. All right. While that was going on, uh, I am so sad and disappointed that yes, this is just called a fan. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. However, <laughs> very complex. Uh, there was such a thing as fan flirtation rules. Uh, if you'll yep. if you'll give me, a, I think people are done with four Christmases, so that's you know wrapped <laughs> up. A late Christmas stocking stuffer here, uh, just a fan. Here's what you can do with it: holding a fan in the left hand signified desired acquaintance. Resting the fan on the right cheek meant yes. Left cheek, no. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I, I mean, that seems like it takes longer than just saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> I almost wish this was a video podcast so you could everyone could see Web reenacting. <laughs> this does feel like a yes. A fan. I, I get it. Here's one for Dave to Web. Twirling a fan in the left hand meant I wish to be rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Maybe, maybe even the right hand. The right yeah. hand, not just, much better because it means I love another. So really, twirling is not good for whoever yeah, to twirl that. Um, that's a lot of effort. Here you too. go, Web. Yeah. A fan held on the left ear signified you have changed. So Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn could have mm-hmm. been fanning themselves on that porch, left ear, recognizing the change in each other, and that's fine, Web. Okay, Dave, but that actually actually brings up my biggest issue with this movie. Did they really change? The whole message that they get from her father, from John Boyd's character, is be honest. Yeah. Just talk to your right. family. It's going to be fine. And then you find out they had a kid, and then they get interviewed, uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't tell anybody. Like, we didn't tell our families. Like, the lesson they're supposed to learn is to be closer to your family and to communicate openly with them and be honest with them. And they're like, they not only had a child, but went through, you know, this nine months of pregnancy and told no one like apparently just completely cut off visual contact with their family. Even after this lesson, they supposedly learned like this was the part that 
like, I mean, it's not a great movie, but this is honestly what really soured me on it. Because, like, you watch movies like this, movies about family, even romantic comedies, there's a lesson to be learned, right? And it's very clear, and it's very obvious. And then, I guess for, for a laugh, they decide, like, no, we have to have the news back, and they're, they're going to get outed by the news again, just like in the very beginning. So our characters have learned nothing other than how, to, a baby. how to get pregnant. So, yeah. I mean, that's good. I applaud them for that. But, Here's uh, what they could have done to fix the scene. <clears throat> Pulling a fan across the forehead meant we are watched. Vince Vaughn doing that. Perfect. And when Reese Witherspoon realizes that their family sees them, <laughs> she could have pulled it across the eyes, and that would have meant, I am sorry. <laughs> there you they, go. Perfect they ending. Gone, they no one will lobster. understand. Perfect ending. <laughs> I like it. I think I saved it. <laughs> For her own... Uh, this may be awkward. Own personal grand gesture. I won't say, okay, what are some times that you've deceived your, your family <laughs> for the betterment of yourself only? <laughs> Long <this>. live. <laughs> uh, but on that, the, the breakup and grand gesture aspect of it, I guess the speed with which it happens. Uh, can you think of a moment in your life where someone has presented something to you that just offhand immediately, like that is no, that is not me at all. It's a terrible idea. I don't agree with this premise. And then pretty quickly like you came around to it maybe maybe it's just something that i guess caught you by surprise more than anything else that you never considered and then you went with it dave i'm guessing no <laughs> uh, i'm just not the person who would go along with it like just stubbornly no this is dumb convince me otherwise I would like your well-written essay about four Christmases to <laughs> convince me to change my mind. Um, I think there's uh, probably not grand gestures, but but um, you know little gestures. Uh, there's always stuff like that um, around the house where it's like uh, where I, I get propositions like, "Oh, hey, let's go do this," and then I'm be like, "No, I think that's stupid." And then you know, ten minutes later, we're on our way to do that exact same thing. You know. It's like it's I, I feel like there's married. <laughs> pretty much exactly. I think that's there's a lot of that going on uh, around this uh, the, the best household. Um, you would be but, the worst in that role play sequence where the role play is like, hey, you want to go hook up in the bathroom? No, that's stupid. Ten minutes later, we're in the bathroom stall, and I'll go along with it. <laughs> it's fine. I have to have sex with Reese Witherspoon. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of where where I'm coming from. It's like there's a lot of little stuff. I don't I don't know if there's ever been um in terms of actually that you mentioned like deceiving your family for the betterment of you. Like I mean there's been a ton of that for me. Um mainly because of the culture clash that I kind of that I lived um because my parents are trying to raise me as as an Indian kid in India whereas I'm an Indian born American citizen in America trying to still be hip with my friends. And so I'm constantly like lying to them about like, Oh, we're going to go to study group. They're trying and to then, protect you from that nerd ass shit that you were getting into. They were just like, <laughs> no fun. more superheroes web. You're cut so off. I'm about, so about this after school thing. And then, you know, I'm going to go see revenge of the Sith with my friend. You know, it's like, uh, again, little, negative gestures nothing grand but there's a lot of negatives uh, uh gestures like that um throughout my formative years whereas now um into the other question there's, there's a lot of little ones so uh not not grand gestures around here but i i still think meaningful revenge of the sith that was <laughs> that was definitely that was worth it for little web i think you know <laughs> a little that was my senior year of high school you know that 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 move the the viewing that i went to ended with the audience erupting in applause <laughs> don't lie to us you were the one leading it <laughs> <laughs> the slow clap as the credits rolled <laughs> So which one do you want to tackle, Dave? Lying to your family, or did you actually ever once uh, change your mind on anything? Uh, believe it or not, my one member of my family at least listens to this podcast, so there's no way I'm going to go into <laughs> the deceit. I mean, granted, my mom probably already knows a lot of the deceit. I was not that clever about it. But I will take instead, uh, you know, not wanting to do something and then kind of quickly changing your mind. And actually, it was podcasting for me was something that I had no interest in, no interest in, and I thought it was really fucking stupid. Uh, and I probably should have listened to myself at that point. Um, Instincts uh, are right. Right that's on right. point. 
But Mike, I never, I would not have my friendship with you. So podcasting brought something good into my life. And that's the nicest thing I'll ever say to you on this podcast. But um, a friend of mine, a friend of mine did a podcast on, of all things, knitting, because that's what she's really passionate about. But she's also really into science fiction. So she said, I want to do this, this science fiction episode. Uh, I want you to watch this, watch this television show and talk to me about it in front of a microphone. I was like, that's dumb. No, that sounds terrible. I don't want to do that. But, you know, I was like, okay, you're my friend. I'll do this for you. I'll spend a couple hours talking about this. And I was like, this is really fun. I really enjoy this. I think, stupidly, I will do this on my own. I'll buy a microphone. I'll, I'll get space on the internet. I'll get a website that is not <laughs> <laughs> And then it has led me down this path to, I mean, a lot of really good friendships, but also a lot of stress and a lot of, like, added on stuff that you're just like, oh, God, why did I ever do this? So it's it's definitely, like, a mixed bag. Like, I really enjoy podcasting, and now I just dropped my own podcast so I can just show up on other people's podcasts Vanquished and just and for an conquered hour. both of you. I, right? I am the last surviving podcast on the internet. To be fair, I had, like, 300 episodes. It's not, like... <laughs> I'm good. I, I, I had like twenty to thirty, but I put a lot of work into each one. So unlike you, know, you Dave, some, that's what he's some saying. Would, some would argue too much. I, oh, I, I absolutely <laughs> agree. Philosophy of the Matrix super episodes. <laughs> yes. That was the longest one too. It was great. I love that one. Yeah, and you know what? One thing that I think we didn't really tackle in about a boy was the bullying that he went to. Like I got into podcasting recently specifically because of the cyber bullying. First of all, Dave would just berate me on Twitter that I haven't posted in a while. Yeah, well, you're lazy. I'm here to help. Yeah. And then and then my, my full time job. Oh, whatever. Get to work. <laughs> I was in grad school with doing this. Come on. <laughs> That's fair. And then, Mike, you would just be like, just do it. I was like, okay. Stop editing. Just put it out. Jesus yeah. Christ. You don't need backscoring for the entire episode. Let's just put out the fucking episode. Go. I know. I know. Sometimes I, like you I just said, spend an hour talking about four Christmases. Right? Perfection, yeah. perfection is not needed. <laughs> and the listeners understand that. I, I'm I, In terms of my career... In podcasting, if we want to parallel with Orson Welles. <laughs> what a term. <laughs> I'm definitely past the Citizen Kane. I'm definitely down to... You're working for NPR? My career in podcasting. <laughs> Citizen Kane was a long time ago. I'm definitely filming the wine commercials now. <laughs> That's what's happening. The, the grand gesture will we'll accept that. I don't know if I... I feel like I should just end it there with Outline. Because yeah. what, I, what I was going to say was... Uh... <laughs> an idea that I wasn't totally sure about uh, and then I totally came around to it was uh, getting married itself like oh and I'll tell you why because I think I was very much and my, my wife knows this so she's probably like she might have stopped me like wait a minute what the fuck did you say <laughs> but I think I was very much like either either the Reese Witherspoon or Vince Vaughn character where it's like it's not the idea of that very domesticated lifestyle where you're committed to someone that was scary at all it was like I don't, I don't know like I Webb you kind of allude to it uh, in our previous conversation that's like I don't know if I want everybody just looking at me I don't really want to make a big deal yeah. about something that really is just affecting me and my partner's life. Like the idea of like having a big production. But boy, let me tell you, the day of, I enjoyed all of the attention I got. I was like, I, I made awesome. for people to yes. show up just yes, for me. This is a good feeling to have. <laughs> Why did I not want to do this? So I was totally wrong on that. Totally wrong on. No, those are great. Great. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm do it that again I sometime. don't pass Multiple on. Times. I don't know. I think the days before the wedding were better. I mean, let's, let's be honest. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> <laughs>